Hump Day Quickies Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Welcome to Hump Day Quickies Swinger Confessions. Here in the sex apartment, we share our own sex positive stories and welcome our friends to open up about their experiences in the ethically non monogamous lifestyle. We share our stories from August 2020 to start off season two. At one party, I ride a single guy and then I take on G and Tony at the same time. Then I share my story of the first time I met Tommy and how I fulfilled a couple's unicorn fantasy their very first time at the club. And we're back at the sex apartment. Here for season two. Season two. Can you believe we did a whole year of this already? I know. I can't believe it. This is crazy. Year one in the books. In the second season, we are going to bring back most, if not all, of the couples. Anybody that's willing to come back and chat it up again, we're going to bring them back for a quick update. And we'll have some new ones. We have a ton of new people lined up. Yes. Hoping for at least 12 new couples, if not a little bit more. We'll see. And we're going to limit the chime-ins. Yeah, we're going to cut them back just a little bit. I feel during season one, we explained a handful of things to some new people. I don't know if we need to, every time we mention a gangbang, say what a gangbang is, or if we say <laughs> hot wife, explain hot wife. I, I think we did a good job of filling people in towards the beginning of this. Yeah. And if you are new to the lifestyle, jumping back to the early episodes would be a great way to hear a couple of new things. And there are also links located in those first episodes with places where you can find slang dictionaries and swinger terms explained. So all easy ways to find information. Another thing we want to bring up is Full Swap Radio. We are on there every Wednesday. Yes, they are great. Cole over there running this has been amazing. They're adding new shows all the time. If you are just listening to us on Apple Podcast or Spotify, fantastic. Thank you. If you happen to be listening to us on Full Swap Radio, great. Thanks for finding us. And they have an app. They do have an app now. So if you go to... Actually, I've always had an app on Android, but their Apple app just came Yay. around. So look for Full Swap Radio on your devices and download that because there are a of lifestyle shows that you can find listening to that, listening on there. Um, another thing I want to bring up is that they are finalists on the ASN Lifestyle Magazine Awards for a couple different categories, but most importantly, finalists for the Best Supporting Business. Yeah, and so go vote for them. Yes, vote for them. You can vote for them, I believe, twice a day on that Yay, website. vote twice a day. We will include a link on our show notes, so you can do that. Yes, Please do. They are excellent, excellent, excellent people. The amount of time and effort they're putting into this is is. just the phone calls that we've had with him have been amazing. And he's they truly love their business and they truly support the lifestyle in every way, shape and form. Absolutely. So go vote for them. Click that link, vote for them. And I think there's a bunch of other stuff that you could vote for on there if you so desire. And pick your favorite stuff. And if you haven't checked out ASN Magazine, it's also a great lifestyle resource as well. So Excellent, yes. So another thing we're going to do a lot more of this season is telling our story. 
we had really intended on getting through as much of it as we could in season one, but we only managed to get through about four or five episodes talking about that. Yeah, we really enjoy sharing our journey along the way. And we have lots and lots of stories to catch you up on. It is amazing. I think even if we can do about 10 episodes this season of just our stories, that should get us right to about the point where we started this podcast. (laughs) So by the end of season two, we should be right to the beginning of the two years that we will have recorded the podcast. Yep. And we're taking you through chronologically. So we're at how many months into our journey? So, so far we've only talked about the first four months of us together in a lifestyle. Wow. So many stories. We're picking up in August, 2020. Wow. Gosh, it feels so long ago. It, it, it was. It was almost two years ago. <laughs> so bear with us because some of the details may be a little fuzzy. <laughs> that they are. It's it, it, Good news is I write down yes. everything that we do. You're very good at recording. Really only the... tiny bullet points, <laughs> but a couple of these events we also have some pictures from. So that's always a good bonus. It's very too. helpful. Yes. It does bring back some memories. A thousand words. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of pictures, I do have a couple from the first story we're about to talk about, which may actually end up on Twitter if you do check out our Twitter at Hump Day Quickies. This story is with one of the single males from my favorite story. Do you remember? I do. This was a few weeks after that experience where he got a little bit of stage fright seeing the large crowd of people watching you. Yeah, he was a single guy number two who came in the room second. And that night he had said he really wanted a chance again to prove himself, show what he had to offer, I guess. (laughs) And you were very willing to allow that because I know he was somebody you had had your eye on prior to that. Yeah, he was, he's a great guy. Very respectful. Very nice guy too. And every time we see him still to this day, it's always quick to shake hands. Hey, how are you guys doing? Yeah. I always enjoy seeing him at the club when when I see him in the hallway. And he's always always smiling. Yeah. It's always a happy hello and nice embrace and a shake of your hand. It's, it's always nice to see him. It is. That night at the club, we are doing our typical rounds. Yep. Our promenade, if our, you will. Oh, I do. Yeah, remember, remember bringing it back. Wow. You're bringing it back. <laughs> and Bridgerton season two did, I know, did start a little while ago. It. We haven't oh, watched it. Oh, I know. So we are promenading. Yes. We happen to cross paths with this gentleman and he reaches out to give you a hug. He reminds us how hot that experience was and how he really wanted to do a little bit more. Right. So he goes in for a kiss, naturally. Yes. I, I you, you say he goes in for a kiss, but I'm I'm guessing you probably okay, were. Okay, it was mu- mutual, maybe, uh, but. Okay, M- mutually you kissing him, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. You guys start making out in the hallway, mm-hmm. and literally as you two are making out, the door behind us opens up. Magical. And a couple walks out, <laughs> and you kind of give me this look, and he says, did that room just open up? And I, yeah, yeah, it did. <laughs> Are you trying to say and he something? he goes, do you, do you guys want to go in there? <laughs> yes. and, and typically we kind of talk with somebody for a while and oh, hang yeah. out a little bit. Yeah. But he was very eager to. I think he needed to redeem himself. I think he, well, I think he felt he needed to redeem himself. He did not. But I think he felt like he needed to show that he uh, was capable. And I, I agree. So we slide right back into this room. Oh, yeah. Now, before we get into this, let's we, we don't frequently talk about what you were wearing, but tonight you had on a short little black miniskirt, mm-hmm. and it was a like leather. A lycra, no, it was, it like was a, a leather-like material. Yeah. And then one of my favorite low-cut shirts that you wear that as you walk, your, the drapey. Your, your, your tits bounce back and forth. And <laughs> yeah, 
Yes. It's very easy to pull to the side and show off your nipples or people frequently are putting their hand in your shirt and touching your nipples, which I always find exciting. Very easy access type of shirt. We walk into this room and you quickly take both of those items off. <laughs> it was easy. Yes, yes, it was. As he takes off his pants and you're already naked, you drop down to your knees and you start giving him a blowjob right there on the, next to the bed. Signature move. Yeah, well, you're <laughs> you're very good at it. And he quickly picks you up and lays you down on the bed. You don't let go of his cock and you keep hanging on to it and bring it to your mouth. And <laughs> at the same time, he was very eager to go down on you. So we're on the bed in a 69 position. I am on the bottom. He is on the top. And he proceeds to fuck my face. It's fucking- and you know, as well as I know, that that's a concerning situation. <laughs> Good news. This was so early in the night that you hadn't been drinking that much. So <laughs> I wasn't too concerned yet. My gag reflex is rather sensitive. Yes, it is. However, I was a big girl and I... Uh, sucked it up, if you will. Sucked it up. <laughs> I was just going to say... Sorry. That, that's okay. <laughs> yep. Sucked it up. Had a good time doing that for a little bit. We flipped over and I'm, I, I'm trying to remember how you guys transitioned from that position to the to very next. Top. Because you, yeah. you it, it went from that to you on top. And I don't know... How you got him off of you onto the bed and up on top. I couldn't tell you either. And this goes back to the fact that this happened almost two years ago. And <laughs> all I have is pictures of you guys into 69 and then you on top. But my notes also say you were blowing him. <laughs> <laughs> he went down on you while you continued to blow him. And then you rode him. So yeah, as well, best you, I can clearly tell. the memorable parts stick out in our, our mind. But uh, the transition pieces, maybe not so memorable. So not not standing out to me but but i the thing is i what i do remember is that you were in a big rush to finally get him get on inside top of, of you him? and <sighs> yes and you you do love being on top because once you take that control and you work your hips in that way that you work your hips mm-hmm. and your tits are just there and no one can keep their hands off of them you definitely enjoy watching me in that position i love watching you in that position i love watching you from behind in that position as yeah. I can see the cock sliding in and out of you as you bounce up and down. Yeah. And I love when you look over your shoulder to look at me looking at you in that position. Love taking pictures of you bouncing up and down like that. When I was on top, I was kind of leaned forward, kissing him, hips gyrating, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I like to sit up. And so now I'm more of a 90 degree. <laughs> now, when you do this, you kind of place your hands on, on the, the center of their yes. chest. Like I'm doing like but, CPR. <laughs> but what you're missing that as you do this, your arms take your tits and squeeze them together. Mm-hmm. I and, didn't know this at all. Oh my God. Yes, you did. You liar. <laughs> and it is so fucking hot being underneath that and looking up at that. Yeah. And it's so hot to see. That I believe at this point, I stood up. Yes. And you you came around the side of the bed to get a different view or a, a better angle. A, a better angle of you head on <laughs> and getting to see your perfect tits mm-hmm. in that position, bouncing up and down. The one thing that you did at this moment as I came around and you noticed me there, mm-hmm. you put your hands up and grabbed your hair and then pulled your hair tie off your wrist and put your hair in a ponytail <laughs> the whole time that you were looking at me <laughs> with his hands on your tits and you just bouncing up and down on his cock and just like, I, you know what, I'm putting in work and I have time to put my hair up now. And just that you were able just to 
keep moving nonstop. And I say it every time that we talk about our play experiences, watching you on top, grinding your hips is beyond sexy. I know you really like that. And I know that is one of the main positions that you come in during intercourse. So I'm always waiting and hoping and very eager to hear. I really enjoy that position. Yes. Plus that also gives me that perfect angle of getting to see things slide in and out of you. (laughs) The hip grinding motion hits multiple spots for me. So I enjoy that, that motion now to maintain that for a long period of time. It's difficult, but I do love when you get off of that position and can't, (laughs) and then my legs are like jello and I can't, then they get to toss you around like a rag doll and fuck <laughs> you in any position they so want after that point. Cause then well, I'm like very unattractively trying to stand I, up. I don't think anybody's <laughs> noticed that typically it's more of a just roll off and okay, I need to straighten my legs and nope, now they're up in the air. Oh, look and at that. <laughs> when it does hit you in all those right spots in that position, mm-hmm. are we talking more, you're able to grind your clit or are you talking more of an internal locator? Or? It's a both kind of a thing. So with, tilt of my hips one way, I'm hitting my clit. And with a tilt of my hips another way, I'm getting more of an internal stimulation. And it depends on the cock that I'm on too, is, you know, if there's curvature or girth or not girth or length. And this was a very lengthy and girthy cock. (laughs) This This was a lengthy and girthy cock. So yes, tilting my hips was working you, you did enjoy this very much and i i know he is <clears throat> on your list of someone you would like to return sometime would in the do near again future. check yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> let's see i was riding him uh it seems that he's enjoying it just as much as you are enjoying uh, he, it the sounds he was making <laughs> and the sounds you were making and the hardness of my cock yes we were all three enjoying this <laughs> Everybody very much was enjoying he was getting very excited at that point he let you know that he was about to come as the good girl that you are you hopped off and pulled his cock right into your mouth and he fucked your face holding your hair and keeping you from pulling away as he uh, came in your mouth mm-hmm. you hopped up and got dressed and but it was early in the night it was very this and which is unusual for us we typically are uh, wait until the end of the night figure out what play session we want and Go have that, that yeah. have that play moment if we even have that play moment or sometimes we wait a little too long and don't have a play moment <laughs> yes but you you kind of grabbed a towel and towed yourself off from all your hard work <laughs> and then put your skirt back on put your top back on and gave him a quick hug We're and back out to back out to prom- yes <laughs> more promenading and this was also during our hallway talks. Yes. So I, I do believe we, you actually went towards the bathroom. We waited in line for the bathroom and had one of our hallway talks, as we typically do. And Rolls our hallway up. talks, just to be clear, are just whoever's passing by in the hallway. It, literally, as you're waiting in line for the private bathroom. Yep, in the back. There, There is a narrow hallway that people squeeze by and they're like, oh, is this the gauntlet? And... <laughs> So the people in line, we just end up talking to, or if people see us standing in the hall, they stop and talk to us. As you're in the bathroom, I'm talking to people. You come out and, well, I'm already in a conversation, so we're not going anywhere. Is this the line and for the, the bathroom? Then there's no, introductions no, there's all around. Oh, this is, in the last two minutes, you've met somebody? and <laughs> it, it, It's a central hallway that anybody who wants to go in a circle. I know. It's a great it's you. a great place to meet people. It really is. And, and, and Tony and Gina did end up being one of our regulars in the hallway chats. Of course. they also do their their promenade. <laughs> yes. So this night being no different, they came and we were all talking in the hallway. Lo and behold, another room opens up right down the hallway as we're standing there talking. 
Tony says, hey, a door opened up. <laughs> hey. And grabbed you by the hand and in we went. Yep. The room that opened up happened to be the bondage room that has a bed and a cross and a spanking it, horse. Yeah, it's like a horse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I can just liken it to the contractor. Oh, like a sawhorse. Yeah, but, it's like a but, sawhorse. But instead but it of just has like, one flat, it has... It has knee placement yes. places. <laughs> so you guys started out, you were making out with both... Tony and Gina on the bed. Yes. And Gina kind of scooted her way back, just like, tonight I'm just going to watch. And I was already in my, tonight I'm going to watch mode too. So So you guys were a happy watching pair. Or so I thought I was just going to watch tonight. (laughs) Yep. So Tony takes position on top of me and we go at it for a while. I don't know how long that lasted. A little while, maybe. Tony does look around and says, you know, (laughs) there's a lot of stuff in this room. We should utilize something. (laughs) So we try the, we try the horse. I climbed on it like doggy style, but I've been told that that is not the right way to use this. I never searched out the answer on how to properly use this device, but it worked. It worked very well. It put me high enough that Tony was able to stand and fuck me in a doggy style position without having to be like, you know, weirdly bent over or then on his knees and I will say, doggy style, when you are not on top, would be your very next favorite position, if not your favorite position. So yeah, we continued to use the horse for a little while. And I will say you was, were thoroughly enjoying it, and I, I was thoroughly enjoying listening to you enjoy it. I really did enjoy it. I just, I'm so curious what, what I did wrong. I, I, can't, I can't, and I can't picture what you did wrong on it, because I'm not sure how else to use but it. But I think, unless, is, it, is it just for spanking, though? Is I, it like to be tied down to or something? I don't know. This time you used it for fucking and used it for <laughs> fucking very well, and well enough that I got really hard and said, you know what, I'm done just watching, and I walked over and put my cock in your mouth. <laughs> And that's a good position for that too. It was, I, I'm telling you, if you used it wrong, fuck you. No, you didn't. It was used very correctly. Well, so it worked. Apparently there's just like, there's no wrong way to swing. There's no wrong way to use, <laughs> to the, use the spanking horse. horse so, <laughs> well, we used it and it worked for our benefits, everybody's benefits who were involved. We continued there for a little bit. And of, like you said, you came over. Uh, as we're on the horse, we get the inevitable. Knock, knock, knock. knock. This is the problem with starting with Tony and Gina at 2.30 in the morning because that only gives us 15 minutes before the knock. Yes. I, I feel it's just in our, our typical fashion to get the knock on the door. Like that's the... Yeah. It's not right if we're not getting the knock on the door. It's it, it feels like oh, it's you guys. Of course, it's us. And it's always strange to start the night early and then come out of a room and still have like the whole rest of the night to to do more. We, if ha- we, want. we have walked out of a room as the person who typically knocks on the door is walking by, and she's like, "What this are you doing right now?" <laughs> What's happening? So we get the knock on the door. Tony says, "All right, all right, come over to the bed so I can finish off." So I get on the bed, doggy style, because. My favorite. I also think it's one of his favorites. I was going to say, and I'm pretty sure that uh, Tony is not complaining about that position either. So he is coming from behind and he ends up pulling out and coming all over my back. And you're back in your ass. And I am telling you, I love watching people come all over your ass. (laughs) Hell, I love watching people come all over you. I think it's just. I was like going to say, just my ass or. (laughs) Anywhere somebody comes on you, I really enjoy it. Yeah. So. So Grab what a, a towel, successful clean it up, night. 
it, it was a very successful night, and that was shortly after that that game night that it was, was a, a rushed oh, and yeah, it, it was weird. But you know what was special about this night that I just realized? What? This was the first night that the curfew got lifted. Ah, uh, so the knock on the door meant even that much more. We were out late. Yeah, it was this. <laughs> this was oh, we're allowed to be out after nine, and we're staying woo. out till the last minute. <laughs> So we did shut the place down. So I don't remember after that if what the leaving process was, but I don't have anything written down for any spectacular makeout sessions or anything like that as we're walking out. So that one may have been a more rushed out the door and kind of thing. I, I think it was more the night ended and Tony wanted to finish. So I, I think we were there a little bit longer than most. So oh, when and there we was went like to no leave, one. <laughs> the lights were on and they were cleaning up and it's like, Oh, okay, bye, sorry. <laughs> and off to the car we went. We tend to have that moment with Tony and Gina. Yeah, and not only Tony and Gina, but I think we've had that uh, we, we situation do tend a couple to, times. We, but... we talk way too much and hang out way too much and enjoy others' company way yes. too much. And then we're all kind of looking at each other like, uh, oh, the wait. club closes in 15 to 30 minutes. <laughs> Shouldn't we do something if this is what we're going to do? We very much enjoy the social aspect of this, the lifestyle. It is one of my top three things in the lifestyle. So moving on, we... A week later. No. Um, immediately, exactly one week to the day later. Yeah. We're back at the club again. We are back at the club for our very first bondage night. The bondage night at our club is so fantastic. They have so many different demos that it is really fun to really just watch all night long because you can watch all the different demos and you can watch all the different people dressed up in different all of the people levels of bondage garb yes their corsets and their leather leather yes yeah very much a a big fan of all of that yes unfortunately you're also very shy during all of that yes well this was my first real bondage experience like even seeing any kind of bondage. Now, before this moment mm-hmm. in time, you and I had never discussed your level of interest in this. No, I don't know that I knew that the level of interest that I had in it was what it was until after the fact. So this particular night, we go to the bondage night at our club and we get to watch none other than our Thomas Brody ropes. Hysteria doctor and ropes expert. <laughs> yes, who was this on is the our first time that you have one. ever met him. Yes, this was the very, very first time that I met him. And he explained our first night, but this is walking through our journey, our perspective or our point of view. We circled his... Now, I had no idea this was something you were thoroughly interested in. I thought this was just like me going, hey, I want to see you get tied up so everybody can look at you being all tied up. I'm not 100% sure I had ever seen his show before. So I didn't know what his show entailed as far as everything we're the, about to talk about yeah the depth if you will (laughs) and having never been tied up by tommy i had no idea the things that he whispers into your ear and we had walked around a handful of times Mm -hmm. with you being shy and nervous yes and i want to do it not now i want to do it not now (laughs) (laughs) yeah i definitely had the interest but not the motivation or the gumption to get up there we had seen a handful of different people Mm-hmm. be tied up in different levels. Some that were like, oh, just try to tie me up. Okay, good. I'm done on tie me. Yeah. And others where he would use a toy on them. And 
Mm-hmm. But we were kind of walking in the room and you weren't sure when it was going to end and you didn't want to be in the room when it ended because you didn't want to. I didn't want to have to be the next person. <laughs> yes. So we keep circling and circling and eventually we happened to circle into the room just as he finished one. And we kind of hung back. I wasn't like standing necessarily where there might be a line up of people, but I was standing back and he had noticed us. I mean, there was... We had been well, we around had the block, a path in the floor right? Yeah, point. yeah, we had. So he had definitely picked up on whatever vibe I was giving off. Of I want to do this, but don't make me do it. Uh, we get up there. There is nobody at this point. He just looks. It, like it had gotten to be the end of the night for sure. In our direction, and he locked eyes, and he was like, "You know, are you going to come up here or what?" Like, <laughs> you've been walking by all night. Are we going to do this or yeah, what? Knock it off and get up here. <laughs> I shake off the nerves and I get up there and I disrobe and I just, I'm wearing just a pair of white thongs and I think they were lacy white thongs, you know, to be specific. And I'm standing there at lacy white thongs and I believe they were my black booty heels and that's it. Everything else was out there. And I thought to me that was like daring, but apparently uh, I, there's more and, daring than and that. And I will but. say seeing you in that position and just taking off your dress in front of a room, it wasn't a crowded room. There were probably six or seven people in there at the time. Yeah. But knowing that it was an open room and people could walk by, this was your first time in the club short of the airbrushing time Yeah. that you were as exposed. Yeah. So I stand in front of him. He asked me if I had any specific rules or anything. And I, I thought I was badass. So I said, no holds barred. And he's like, <laughs> I think he rolled his eyes. He, he, he rolled have. his eyes because you were still wearing your panties. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, here I am. Yeah. <laughs> Do whatever you want. But just don't, don't touch take the these panties, panties off. <laughs> the reason why I continued to wear my heels was actually because I had seen him tie up one other girl with her heels on, and I just thought it was like the hottest thing. The visual of the heel wrapped in a rope and like uh, wrapped around her foot then and secured was the hottest thing I had seen. And it visually, it's just beautiful. And I just felt that that was, I was like, I want that. I want my heel tied up and uh, tie ropes around my heels and legs. Do it. <laughs> right. So I just, I just thought it was so sexy. That's why I kept my heels on. So he began the tie with a harness around my chest and then tying my wrists behind my back. He has a bed that has a canopy of metal bars that give okay. him a ton of different tie off points. Yes. And he can suspend you from any different spot that he wants along his bed. So in this scenario, he had me suspended from my chest harness and then leaned forward like a doggy style position, but I was unable to actually do the four point hold. So I had my hands behind my back, bent over, and then he tied my heels up to my thighs. So they were kind of like... um, Touching your ass. Touching my ass, (laughs) yes. And so just the only point on the bed that I was touching were both my knees. Correct. And then he brings out his magic wand and he teases and teases and teases with it. He's very, very good with the magic wand, although that is my favorite toy. So yes, it is. Uh, I, I definitely don't complain when that comes out. So in fantasy world, in my mind, the idea of being tied up is about not having the control, right? So losing the control and and having somebody else 
take over that control. And I see that in every situation that you have with Tommy, where you just completely give up control and are like, yep, whatever you want to do, let's do it. And I love that moment, right? But on the other hand, in real world, I'm letting go of this control, but I'm also feeling very constricted with these ties and I'm trying to focus on the feelings of other things and there's so many sensations. And yet I'm sitting here going, wow, it's really hot that he's using a magic wand on you while you're tied up and naked in front of everybody. (laughs) And I'm (laughs) missing all of these feels, by the way. (laughs) Well, and but obviously this is stuff that's going through my head. This is, I'm aware that there are people watching. I'm aware that you are there watching. I obviously want it to be something that's sexy for people to see and to watch. You want to be as sexy as everybody else that you walked by going, wow, that's really sexy. Right. That's really hot. And I, I want it to be that. But at the same time, I am harnessed to a metal cage bed and I am hanging from ropes that are tied around my chest. And at no point am I scared that any of this is, nothing is hurting me. Nothing is uncomfortable. This is a very real fight of power in my own head where I want to control the situation. I want to look sexy. I want to come the way I want to come, but I have to. I'm forced to give up that control in that situation where I'm just, it's just, it's a fight between my... Now, this first time, <laughs> I don't know if you remember this, but the you, I, I, I don't know if I won or lost this fight, but you did not come the first time. He got you very close a few times, but not knowing your body and when you actually are getting to that coming point. Yeah. He kind of pulled back a few times, and he basically just teased you over and over again and got you close, but you didn't get there. It was a combination of two things. I mean, he had never been with me or around me or known my cues. Also, it was later in the evening. I had had more drinks. So the more drinks I'm in, the harder it is to, yeah, to get to that orgasm. It's, It's a tough thing to explain for me because I very much enjoy being in this situation, but explaining it might sound like, that doesn't sound enjoyable. Oh no, at you all. you very much enjoyed it, <laughs> and you were very surprised that you didn't come. And again, I think a lot had to do with the alcohol. Another had to do with the nerves, and mm-hmm. it was your first experience. Yeah, there was a lot going on there. But so, yeah. I I will also say that after your first experience, you were very open to exploring the ropes a little more. Definitely. I went home that night. I was going to say, I was like, I don't know if it was just me, but I think somebody came home that Mm -hmm. night thinking, we got to explore this ropes thing. I sent Tommy that email (laughs) and he quickly sent me, here's a link to the ropes that I buy at Home Depot to do this. And I think there's a drawer in our house that has some Home Depot ropes in it right now. There there is a large drawer of ropes that sits there patiently waiting for us to explore it again. But I did a whole lot of research and we we tried a little bit of chest harnesses and things like that. Like we that, played that with fun. some knots and different things. Yeah, it yeah. was fun. We, we spent the next three weeks doing that <laughs> before we ended up going back to the club one more time. Yeah. This time we're at the club. So this was the hot for teacher night as it was just before school was getting back in. Yeah. And of course, every sex club has to have the uh, schoolgirls and all that. Absolutely. We were walking around and doing our standard promenade. <laughs> and we ran into a couple that we hadn't seen before getting a tour. Yes. And I was like, we need to follow them. Yeah. Because she Super was quite cute. attractive. Yes. Both of them. 
and we followed them around and they got to the porn viewing room where we <laughs> had frequently critiqued the porn. And I, I imagine I made a joke about the porn that was on the screen. They enjoyed that. That kind of broke the ice, but they were in the middle of the tour. I think I said, hey, you guys go enjoy your tour. We'll catch up with you in a little bit. And they seemed quite happy about that. And we sat back and waited a little while. We continued doing our promenade and we would go to the bar, get a new drink, hang out. There weren't very many people there that night that we actually knew. So we were kind of just cruising around meeting people and saying hi. We did another promenade and happened to run into the female half of this couple. Yes. Okay, Brandy we ran into. Bob and Brandy, B&B. <laughs> <laughs> she said, hey, I am really, really into you. Talking to you, obviously. Yes. <laughs> and I've never been with a woman, but I want you to be my first. Yeah, she was super cute and, and super excited. You were, you were very... I was flattered beyond belief. Yeah. And you're like, absolutely. That sounds great. (laughs) And she said, okay, I have to, I have to go find Bob. And she ran off and we're like, all right, cool. Whatever. We went to the bar, grabbed another drink. And then this was during the COVID times. So in order to take your mask off, because this was, you had to be masked at this point, which makes a lot of sense in a sex club where (laughs) you have to wear your mask until you go in the back and have sex with strangers. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Go kiss people and have sex with them, but it's all right. But don't put your mask on in the meantime. So in order to take your mask off, you had to have a drink and sit and down at the table. sitting at a table. So we went to the bar, grabbed another drink, and then sat down. A couple of minutes later, they approached us at the table. She reiterated that she wanted you to be her first and started digging through what our ground rules were. Yeah, very fast. Like they were very specific about rules and... It turns out that they had come there with some friends who had been in the lifestyle for a while. She was telling her friends all night long, that's the girl I want to be my first. That's the girl I want to be my first. And they kept saying, go tell her, go tell her, go tell her. And she's telling us all this this whole backstory. And finally she came up and she told us. <laughs> He's sitting there nodding, going, yes, yep, yeah, that's what, what she's, yep, yep. And she goes, okay, I have to go to the bathroom. And she gets up to go to the bathroom, at which point he informs us she's only interested in girls, but she really wants to see him with another girl. He doesn't know where our rules are and what we're okay with. And at this point, we are very much a hot wife couple where I was very into just watching you play so i'm like this is perfect i have no problem sitting back and you guys fulfilling this fantasy of yours and he goes really you got you're all right with that and he he was let's find a room let's find a room (laughs) and she comes back and she's like one more drink one more drink (laughs) so she had a couple more drinks and finally she was like okay i'm ready let's go (laughs) okay let's go we found a room pretty easily because it was early in the night still and this was Due to her eagerness, she was, she was okay, I found the people. I am here to have sex with a woman for my first time. Let's go do this. <laughs> we went back there. You guys both quickly got undressed and jumped on the bed. Yeah, I slid between her legs and I tried to make her more comfortable. <laughs> that you did. And you went down. Well, actually, you guys, you guys made out for a little while first before you kissed your way down and started going down on her. And she absolutely loved it. Yes. And then shortly after that, she rolled you over and said, okay, I want to go down on you and started kissing you and touching your breasts. And then she would stop and go, wait, is this okay? And you could tell that she had had the consent talk and make (laughs) sure that you don't do anything that crosses a line with somebody. Yeah. Because before she did each and everything that night. Oh, yes. It was a question of, is this okay? And and she would start licking your pussy and she'd stop and look at you. Is this okay? Is this okay? (laughs) Is it okay if I do this? 
Yes, 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 please yes, do. Yes, it's okay. And <laughs> so she'd go down on you a little more. And yeah. Then after a while of going down on you, she she was just so excited. And he was very excited watching it. He gets undressed and starts fucking her from behind. She was thoroughly enjoying that. He kept pushing her harder and harder, leaning her closer and closer to your face. So as she was finally on top of you and the two of you were just making out as he was having sex with her. Which is hot. From my vantage point, yes, it was. <laughs> Even being on the bottom of that. Eventually, he pushed her far enough that her legs kind of went over top of yours. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a spider type. Yep. Yeah. And he, at that point, had access to your pussy. Yeah. And she said to you, can he fuck you? You with your signature tagline. <laughs> Absolutely. And <laughs> he slid out of her and then slid right into you. And the two of you were making out as he was fucking you underneath her. Yep, with her on top, yeah. And then she said, I want to sit back and watch this. So she kind of pulled herself off to the side and laid on her side, just resting her head on her hand, just watching him pound away at you. <laughs> and then he would lean over and make out with her. With her, yep. Clearly fulfilled their fantasy for sure. I did feel like I was hitting the mark on many things, especially as she kept asking, is this okay? Is this okay? She just really wanted to be sure that everything was going to go smoothly. And there was also a very clear list of items that she wanted that to she check wanted off to as do. she went through. And put, <laughs> yeah. Can I do this with you? Can I do this? Can I? There was a moment as she's saying, is this okay? I'm like, yes, yes, it's okay. And then as I'm turning around to do things to her, I'm like, oh, should I be should asking I be asking? <laughs> should I be asking her, is this okay? Yeah. I, I finally told her after about a half hour of, is this okay, of, hey, just so you know, you can do whatever you want to her. We're here now. <laughs> and you said, yes, everything is okay. okay. We can do everything. Yeah, it was a fun night. We had a good time. I, I can't remember where he, I think he went back to fucking her again and came inside her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he did finish with her. We kind of were like, okay. And we kind of got ourselves back together and left them to experience the afterglow alone <laughs> and kind of went back to the bar and had another drink. And I don't think we did anything else that night. I think No, it was, I think that was it. But yeah, that but was fun. A little foreshadowing. I, they do come back in a future episode. So. <laughs> They, they will be back again in our in our future story times. But this next time that we play with them, she didn't have to ask if it's okay. Thanks for joining us for a Hump Day Quickie. We hope this brought you some midweek excitement. If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience, please call 844-4HUMP-DAY and leave us a message. Can't wait to hear your sexy stories.